ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just wanna make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, wintertime, underground. Yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the genie of the lamp. Okay, let's go smoke that joint. Hey, hey. Are you ready? Hey, think you can tell us what to do? Think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. chat before we get going we got Phil in the house what up what up <laughs> crispy said y'all about to get a written notice of termination for being late too often <laughs> we got shit to get done in a timely manner <laughs> hold on <coughs> you think you can tell me what to do are you ready <laughs> <laughs> Stranger in the house. Shout out to the Hootay Nation. What up? Hey, hey, Peacock said it's 420 somewhere. Let's get it. Yeah. Hey, fun fact. I thought I was on with um, Nelly probably like like two hours after the show. Oh, man. Just chopping it up. Because, I, you know, I started picking his brain. I'm like, I'm like, because, you know, he had expressed that he had been wanting to do a podcast even long before he started rocking with us. Yeah. And uh, he has an idea and a name and a logo and all here. He has all everything, but like actually doing the content. It's funny. He, uh, he bought a microphone and he's like, fuck, how do I get this to work? <laughs> it was like the same thing when I bought the sure, I like, yeah. I got it. And I was like, this doesn't have a USB. Like, what do I do now? <laughs> and luckily yeah. This is before I even knew you, but my sister, she'd done music. I was like, do I need yeah. another piece that goes with this to the computer? And she's like, yeah, you need one of these. And that's how it Yeah. Started. Oh, okay. So your sister, she get down. Yeah. Hey, what does she play? Uh, You know, I don't know if she plays any instrument. She's a singer. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. Okay. So she's had her hand in like recording stuff before. Yeah. That's tight. 
Yeah. The okay, guy, look at it. Get a guy who has, a, well, he still has like a pretty big studio in LA. Um, oh, okay. I don't think it was like much when they first started dating, but he went to, I don't know, some fucking college in Boston, all for musical engineering or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he probably went to Full Sail because they 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 have they have location or they have campuses everywhere. Okay. Because that's like the creme de la creme one to go to. You know what I mean? But right. but it's not like there's only one of them. You know what I mean? They have a LA location. They have a, the original one is in Orlando, and you know what I okay. mean. And Big Tom Atlanta. Let's get it. And Antonio Bakes, what up? What it do? <laughs> and Antonio, he said that he is your dad, bogeys. So yes, he I mean, can. <laughs> nice. Antonio said his cousin went to Full Sail in Florida, and I know you went to Full Sail, like well, like visited with your yeah. Husband. I had I had I had a few homies that graduated. Okay. Yeah, like one of my homies, he went and did like the four year thing. Oh, the full. Like, really? He went the full time. Yeah. Yeah, like he went and got his his associates, and then his his uh, what is it? Bachelors, bachelors. So he was there for four years, but then, then like, it's also about getting your Pro Tools certification. So right, that, that's a, it, I would assume that's half the battle is getting the certifications for the different like programs, right? Yeah, and like they'll teach you, you know, they'll teach you all the standard programs that that people are using in the industry. Like for example, like they'll teach you Logic Pro. Okay, you know, and, um, but Pro Tools, like you actually learn it, take a course, and you you get certified. Yeah, and this is. Like this certification is what separates you from like, you know, charging, you know, 25 an hour until I'm charging you a hundred an hour. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know why I'm a spreadsheet master is because I actually got certified in Microsoft Excel. There you, there you go. You know what I mean? And, I mean and all the other Microsoft like things, but yeah, that was one of the one of the certifications that I got a long time ago. Yeah, because I, I would imagine with with you know, I've never fucked with those programs that you fuck with, right? But I would imagine, like, once you learn, like, the, the terminology and how to navigate through it, like, you pretty much can pick up any of those programs after. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's all, you know, especially with Microsoft Excel, it's all the equations and all that shit to, like, you know, it's how all these people do it. You create the equation and then you just punch the numbers in. Mm. Figures out everything else for you. Yeah, it's funny because Steamboat was on a hire, too. I don't know if he took a course or not, but he's just a spreadsheet. Like, like this dynasty league that we're doing is hella funny because like uh, you know uh, one of my shout out to my guy Hinnock. Hinnock, you know, say he's a guy pops his head up around you know July. You know what I'm saying? He's a fierce competitor. This is one of the only leagues he plays in. But like, so he comes in and he's like, he you know this all most of them is their first time on a sleeper app, but then this guy's loving it because like I created a poll, everybody. Right, go and vote, right? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, look at him not getting some action going, right? And I look and it's like auction league, yes or no, right? <laughs> and everyone's voting no and shit, they don't want the auction league, and that Steve just takes the poll down. <laughs> but it's funny because it's like they always, you know, this is this is the fun of that league, yeah. is that they all like anything with steamboat commissioning, they all just don't like they all just they they just yeah. give them shit. Yeah, just this how yeah. it goes. And Peacock. Yeah, man. Oh man, shout out to Peacock. He said, My boy just got first place in the seven-year-old plus weapons division. Uh I said with the sigh. Oh man, he's getting his Raphael on. And he said he's about to do combat sparring. Sick. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Hey. Oh yeah. Tell him to keep tell him to keep his eyes up. You know what I mean? Don't <laughs> why you know what I mean? Yeah. Slipping out here. Yeah, horror with the side too. <laughs> I know, like uh, I don't know if you remember at Ninja Turtles 2 where they're doing the uh 
I know. Actually, it might be number one where um, it's the uh, the right hand man. I can't I can't remember what his name is, but he um, he like he's doing the shit on him. The guy does all the blocks and then he bows. But he uh, he lowers his head and he kicks him in the face. Never lower your eyes to it. Yeah, that's that's what I was getting. Uh, <laughs> uh, Master Tatsu. Yeah, oh, there you go, Tatsu. There you go. <laughs> 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 man, when he was when he was fighting uh, Casey Jones, man, Casey Jones did not want anything of it. Until he, I'm not golf club. Not <laughs> He's a dirty fighter. <laughs> he was talking to gang and shit though. <laughs> 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 whooping his, and he was like bitch slapping him. Oh yeah, just whoo, like the big <laughs> backhand. <laughs> huh? Oh man, and uh oh, crispy said little over an hour left in casino bogey. Oh shit, my bad. Fucking uh, are you on the computer? Or are you on your phone right now? Yeah, I'm on. I'm on, I'm on my phone. My computer is like frozen again. I had to reset it. So I was like, it's on. It's, it's tripping in the mornings this last couple of days. I was, I was glad I got to get get it to work last night. But um, let me see, casino. What round are we in? Round ten. You got uh, Monty and AJ Dillon were your last two picks. Wow, that was like two Christy, days. Why'd you take Bentley in the tenth round, man? Taking all the value out of him. Yeah, <laughs> I do like Bentley though, but I think Crispy just likes him a little bit more. <laughs> Dang, have we had a run? Oh, I got Roquan on here, huh? I got Ola Kuhn, B Wags, and CJ Mosley. So I mean, I I took three in a row in my eight, nine, and ten. Do I got one at all? I got Roquan, right? Yeah, you got Roquan. Someone takes Zaire. Yep, he went in the eighth round. Crispy did actually. Okay, good shit, Dad. And you said you got Logan Wilson already? No. I don't know if I want to take him right here. <laughs> kind of do though. <laughs> Quay Walker just went right in, like yeah, right in front of you. Yeah, it kind of makes me upset. <laughs> Fuck it, Devin Lloyd me. Damn, there we go. It's a nice range for him. And you know what? You know what? I was sitting here trying to get together, process through my head is like. This is not dynasty, so do I, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, do I just jump? You know what I mean. Like when I see, like, all right, I got CJ Mosley, Bobby Wagner. Oh, fuck you! Take all the great old guys. Why don't you? Yeah, <laughs> take a hundred. It's funny because I was trying to trade for Bobby Wagner from uh, from our man Lee, and uh, I felt really good about that. Ola Kuhn, B Wags, and CJ Mosley, three hundred solos right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like. You know what's funny is I keep making that mistake, well, or potential mistake by taking like Bolton over Olakun. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm, hella, I'm hella in a dynasty mode, but because it's like I just feel like it's a it's a higher probability that I mean are, for dynasty Bolton. I mean, there's a case yeah, that he's the number he one, one. He yeah. one, yeah, <laughs> the youngest man. I mean, shit. If he's already, I mean, he was top three as a sophomore. Like the possibility. I mean, it's just like Jalen Pitry. Like a BS Barbarians was asking me. He's like. What's trade value on a Jalen Pitry? I'm getting like, you know, just multiple offers like for him. I was like, well, he finishes DB one as a rookie, you know. Like, obviously, like if you trade for him at his ultimate, you know, high price, like you know, you're probably winning. I was like, man, like as a rookie DB one, like this is a guy who you're setting it and forgetting it for years. Oh, and now they got Nico coming over, you know, like man, it's gonna be. 
there's a reason why he gets drafted. I'd say almost top five in a lot of these drafts, like IDP wise. Yeah, it, it, I usually see it go no particular order: Roquan, Bolton, Ola Kuhn, then Pitry. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Unless, unless people are start to continue to snatch off the linebackers, but like he's usually the one that the first non linebacker off the board. You know what I mean? What up, real deal? And yeah, Antonio said CJ Mosley gives you an A, A plus plus in my book. I mean, CJ Mosley's the man, and he really did it the right way because imagine if he doesn't hold out during COVID, you know, and he comes back and he injures something else coming off the ACL. He just did it the right way. I'm going to hold out, get an extra year off, and then he legit came back to his top 10 form and been there two years in a row. what's really smart about him is because they actually gave the players the the, the opportunity to opt out and And he's like league minimum or like whatever he was already in the contract parties and he's already in their contract so he's like i'm just gonna rehab this knee all the way you know what i mean and like you gotta remember mosley's 29 though but you gotta admit the two years that he didn't play that that's less mileage and somebody Bobby Wagner's like what 32 33 just had like the best year of his career um yeah I mean shit and and then there's uh I mean it's, it's just crazy because those guys in particular like they just like a hundred they're a hundred solos wait, waiting to happen you know what I mean? yeah and Antonio just brought it up he said yeah but we're talking about best ball though or redraft like for sure yeah, like, yeah. dynasty I mean, I'm okay getting him in, in like the top 24 somewhere and people just push him off because of his age. You know, if I get Bobby Wagner, like I think I in one of these dynasties, I'm pretty sure I got Bobby Wagner as like my fourth linebacker or fifth linebacker or something. That's going to be a cheat code, you know, because it's not like people aren't going to draft him. Like Keenan Allen's old as fuck too. Doesn't mean he's not going to get drafted. People are going to draft him, you know, as their fourth wide receiver, maybe even fifth wide receiver, depending on how much you stack. The and, and, and he probably produced more than, than uh, some of those higher drafted guys because of the type of player Keenan Allen is. Yeah. <laughs> heavy floor, heavy targets. Uh, I mean, but 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 it is also there's a. I mean, his ADP has the risk built into it. You know what I mean? Uh, it's not like, yeah, you know. There's none, there none of yeah. these guys are getting drafted as in Dynasty, anyways. They're not getting like I yeah. take Bobby Wagner legit as the fourth LB or IDP player you know, off the board for redraft. I might even, that's what's crazy is like, if anybody takes Bobby Wagner over Nick Bolton, Roquan, Foyo Lacoon, if it's only in a redraft league, you know, like it's hard to hate on it. Yeah. Cause it's just like, it's like, um, it's the, uh, take the name, fa- the take the name out factor, right? Like, Hey, take yeah. the name out. You don't care who it is. Like, go oh, give me the guy that's getting more points. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, but, you know, we're wired to think a certain way. Oh, he's age. He's, yeah. he's older. You know what I'm saying? But then you can look at it like, oh, he's older. He's shown us. He's done this so many times. And yeah. sometimes people just like, man, we haven't seen a long-lasting linebacker like that in a minute. Ten years. You know, Bobby Wagner's this generation's guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, And it's CJ Mosley. Not too far off. If we go back, I mean, shit, not even ten years, we have seen those guys. You know, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's been a while, though, right? Like Bobby Wagner's this this last ten years version of that. You know what I mean? I think it's just the catching up is what it is because, like, like who's it before this? It's like the Brian Erlackers of the world, the London Fletchers, yeah. the Ray Lewises. This, this kind of is the next wave of those guys, though. Yeah, like, I mean, well, like just you know, you got Bobby Wagner, C.J. Mosley. Um, 
Because Ray well, Lewis retires in 2012, right? And Bobby Wagner comes in in 2012. 2012. And then uh, even though, even uh, uh, Luke, man, uh, Luke, uh, he, he, I feel like he retired a little too early. You know what I mean? Luke Keekly? Yeah. Oh, he did, but it was because of the concussions. Oh, okay. I didn't know the, I didn't know why the reasoning. Okay. That's, that's but yeah, I, but I mean, like, damn, yeah, because then I'm just thinking, like, man, he, he was one of you know, those guys that go 10 and years. So like, like Patrick Willis, right? Like, man, I mean, Patrick we didn't Willis, get too early. a whole full career out of him because of the injury. Yeah. I mean, I, I it's think smarter on their part, you know, like, I mean, retire before you could potentially become a vegetable like that shit doesn't sound like fun for the rest of your life yeah and then and then for patrick willis specifically it was his turf toe Ooh, okay. like every year he got to get a surgery on this thing and it was just like then he's like i can't eat then he said like you know what i'm never gonna play like how i exactly how the intensity and the every, he, he wouldn't be able to replicate it no more that's how he felt he's like you because a little bit of the dog in you like yeah you might as well not be out there yeah, like if their dog is a, is a dog in you, it's is, is still hungry, but then the, the, you know what I mean? The physical you ain't, ain't, ain't the same. Like, you know, you got to make a decision here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and I think it's also like what kind of peaks, you know, people hit. Like Patrick Willis was legit, like the best linebacker, you know, in the league. Yeah, right like, from the jump. Yeah. So, like, I, that's just a little bit of a difference. Uh, you know, if you if you can't be that guy, like it's probably same with Luke Keekley. He, I mean, these concussions are fucking him up. A lot of head concussions and shit. He might be. I, he's touted as one of the smartest linebackers, you know, to ever play the game because he just does literally everything so well. The rushing, um, they pretty much said he's the Peyton Manning of like the defense. Like he's calling out the offenses and everything like nobody's business. Like every single thing that's happened. You know. <laughs> I remember they called uh, Deshaun Watson the next Peyton Manning when it came to like his cerebro shit. And man, he knows how to get him out of his, his get himself out of some jams. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> and when you're talking about the cerebral shit, I mean, for Deshaun Watson, who knows if they were talking about the head up here? They could have been talking about the big head. Hello, ladies. This is so funny, Antonio. <laughs> he let his cousin in. Um, he's uh, he's co-managing the uh, the the best ball with him, and his cousin's like making the picks. <laughs> and Antonio says, "Oh, my cousin made a homer pick and took sauce." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, let him do his thing. When we were first doing these drafts, I mean, sauce is going hella early. But now that we've done it so much, I mean, Fox might not even get drafted. <laughs> yeah. Lots of these best ball drafts. <laughs> because, you know, we've thoroughly laughed at people and made sure, like, hey, you don't, you don't you really need to do that next time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now we're in the 10th round taking Bentleys and stuff like that because now that people are taking the right guys that we got to go. Now these guys are going higher than the normal. You know what I mean? Fuck, man. Like, I mean, months, months ago, we're getting Bentley in, like, the 22nd, 23rd round. Because people are just like sleeping on him, and he's so far down in the ADP. I love Bentley. He's like one of my kids. <laughs> so proud of him that he got his bag. <laughs> and you know what's crazy too is like, okay, there's another one, Daniel, no, no, uh, Dante Hightower, fucking Kyle Vinoy. Like, damn, this guy's played for fucking ever. You know, Do what you mean? Gerard Mayo. Yeah, hell yeah, come on. Love Gerard Mayo. He played for fucking ever too. Teddy Bruschi, Gerard Mayo, fucking. Uh, I remember uh, yeah, one, the, year that I won, the, the year that I won the championship 
in, in 2010. I had Patrick Willis, Gerard Mayo, London Fletcher, <laughs> and I want to say Brian Erlacher, Lance Briggs, and we started four uh, line. You can start four linebackers. Uh, two uh, no, I think we. Oh, you straight up. Oh, I like that. I'm spots. <laughs> you know what's crazy about that? It's like I, the only reason I wouldn't like that is because not everyone's forced to get linebackers. You know what I mean? Like I like it when people like. Well, so it was like three three defensive linemen, four linebackers, and then three DBs. Like that's how that's the original. Like there wasn't any ID, maybe one IDP flex or something like that. So you might have been able to start five. But that was uh that was the original way that we had it before it kind of changed it around a little. I think I'm gonna have a breakfast beer. I actually had actual breakfast. I'm like, that's not bringing me back. Oh, and you're on the clock in the Matrix, 22nd round. Okay. Just grab Izzy, Minka, and Van Jefferson. That's right. I just took Izzy in that one. Um, Let's go with my man Van Jefferson in the 22nd round. You already picked Van Jefferson in the 19th round. Damn, what's wrong with me? <laughs> so early. <laughs> I was looking at it. I was like, man. You really and Gardner Minshew, like you got him hella early. Just, yeah, you know it's funny. It's not you don't even have Anthony Richardson over here. Yeah, I know. Just, yeah, and just, you can't yeah. trade. <laughs> guess who, but guess who has Anthony Richardson? Not me. So whoever does, it's really hot about that pick. Yeah, it has to be. You know what's funny is like I mean I make that pick and then whoever you pick, oh it's hot. I'm like oh fuck. And it's Christian Harris, I think you. Pick. Oh yeah, when you picked Minju and I picked Harris, yeah. And I was pretty mad about that I myself. I'm like, what? You know, I was like, hey, you know, you're a special idiot. You're like a real special idiot, Bogart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just I really do my own thing. Uh, okay, let's see here. Spears is already gone, obviously. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, because I think that's why I grabbed Izzy. I was look, looking for Spears the other time. Went the nineteenth. Let's see. I gotta, I gotta go. I, I guess I gotta go IDP here. Did someone someone took Quincy? Uh, let's see. I love love you, Quincy. If you're out there watching. Uh, yeah. Someone had to have because he's not here on the list. Okay. I guess I gotta get my man. Uh, I gotta get my man Jerome Baker. Uh, you grabbed right, Jerome Baker. In the Jerome Baker. That's right. I was mad at myself when I did that. <laughs> Someone took Javon Holland too. Uh, uh, nope. He's a- you know what? What about the Code Man? What about Barton? Someone had him took him. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, give me, give me Holland. I already said the name anyway. He's great for best ball. And, you know, I, and I got mad when I picked Zay uh, <laughs> Jones and then Dennis picked Quinn in right after. <laughs> he, he picked Zay Jones and then what? And then he picked uh, – and then Dennis picked Quinn in right after Quinn and Williams. Yeah, because it's like, man, that was smarter. Should have just did Quinn in. Right, right. I mean, I hate it when someone does something I think is smarter than me right after. Like, fuck, I'm stupid. Why the fuck? <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, 
And check out this picture that I found a noble. One thing I like about Facebook is when it brings up small pictures. <laughs> Six years ago, man. <laughs> Why can't he be back like that kid anymore? <laughs> you know, it's funny because, uh, you know, um, when, when I was a young parent and you'd see other other older parents come around. Oh, how old? Oh, he, he's one. Oh, that's such a fun age. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how old? You never see someone go, hey, how old? Oh, five years old. Oh, man. That's a great age. Yeah, that's a shitty age. That's a shitty age. <laughs> <laughs> man, it's like trying to have a four and a two-year-old. This shit sucks. Man, you know how many times I can't find her? And she's inside something? The greatest times is before they could walk and talk. <laughs> see that was see that see what was crazy is like I I, I can't argue that because when they could crawl and and stand like pull themselves up on shit, bro, as a rat, like I mean, this fool like he couldn't walk, we would climb on things. You know what I mean? I so remember I like, when Noble first could climb on the couch, like yeah. crawling. Man, he face planted like off of him. We were nowhere close. Like I mean, we were like literally across, oh. and like. I start walking slow. <laughs> I start walking slow because I don't want him to like make any moves. And then he just like dives like off and like I can't get there fast enough to like get anything under. It's just a full face plant. See, what what I I always tell my girl we would we would we wouldn't survive long in the walking dead with her because like she just screams off of everything. Yeah. And she has seen a baby standing on the ground. Ah, ah, ah. Like, what, what is it? What is it? And it's like, oh man, relax, man. But that body, but when she screams, that always terrifies the kids. It took a long time, and like it's her and her mom like do that same thing. Like if anything bad happens, oh my god! And I was like, you realize you're freaking him out more, right? You know what's so crazy too is like I could be somewhere and I'll hear a scream. Like, oh, that's a spider scream. There's <laughs> yeah. a certain scream, all right? They see that spider, bro. They just start wigging. Oh man, what the heck, Big Ten said, bro. Like I said, my last night my son put my ex's key fob in the microwave. Oh man. The what? The key fob? Yeah, like the What's shit that? that like unlocks like the gates and like shit like that. Oh wow. And, and, like oh. the little electronic like thing that unlocks everything. Yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> see, okay. I have see and how how does your little man big tons? Cause like Man, that two-year-old age when they start taking things and putting them into things, I can't stand that shit, bro. Like I was one time when I used to carry a wallet because I, I'm, I'm not really a wallet carrying motherfucker. I'm maybe it's a bad habit. You were a detective though, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, well, I am already I'm Batman. You know what I mean? So there's that. You know what I mean? But I'm, I'm. It's, it's my oldest when she was two, and I gotta go somewhere, and I need my ID, and I can't fucking find. My wallet, I'm going crazy. I'm tearing up the house. And like, um, I had a closet, but the sliding things, they're busted, so they're off. So the closet's just open, right? So yeah. I got all my clothes. And then I had like this, this I had all my shoes. Like, you know, and this this during that era, you know what I mean? So I had like 30 boxes right there, just shoes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I had then my daughter, she was spoiled. So she has her little stacks of boxes with her shoes, you know what I mean? And um, and uh I'm just I'm looking everywhere, bro. And then it's like, I'm, I, I gotta, I gotta leave in like ten minutes, or I'm about to be like late. I gotta, I gotta start making the phone call. Hey, I'm gonna be late. And you know, it's funny because for me, no matter what it is, it's the truth. But it's always gonna sound like a lie. Oh, fucking, I'm, I was gonna leave, but I've been trying to find my wallet for like two hours, and this and that. You know what I mean? Like, 
Sounds like a story. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like I made it up. You know what I mean? Like, it always going to sound like a lie. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, my dog, you know, he, he ate my homework and I had to follow him. You know what I mean? Like, Hart talks about all that shit. Like, you know, the stories that he has to make up to MC, and that's why I'm five minutes late for work, you know? Right? A zebra had jumped about. First of all, I had to chase the zebra. I ain't never seen one in, in, in outside of the zoo. Why is there a zebra here? Ran across the freeway. I just went over the over center divide. Had to chase down a zebra. That's why I'm late. It was a half deer, half zebra. <laughs> Listen, bro, it's real. No one's ever seen a zebra, bro. You ever seen a zebra? Okay, look at this. And then, um, so I'm, I, I just, I just, it, it comes. It, I'm so mad. I'm just kicking my the boxes. Ah! And I kick the boxes and a fucking stack of boxes. What you know, they fall off, the, you know, half the falls off the top. And yeah. if I'm putting the shoes back, I start thinking, you know what? Just open the boxes now. And it, it was in one though of hers, but yeah. it was like in the middle. So she had to take the shoes off, then put it in the box, put back on the box. And I'm asking her, like the whole time, you see my wallet? Like, you know, it's funny when like whenever you you, you start like yeah, well, at least for me, I'm if I'm mad and I'm talking to the two year old, like, you know, you're making me late right now. I have an important phone call to make, and this is not. A, they don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Just looking at you and laughing. They do not know what the fuck I, the importance of why. Like, they don't have a concept of time. They don't, you know what I'm saying? It's just, and I always laugh at my girl when she's like, I'm going to be late for work. You know, my work's so stressful. I have a 30 minute drive, and I'm like, the baby don't know what the fuck you're talking about right now. <laughs> She don't know about traffic. She don't know about. She's talking about where's my milk, man. So funny. <laughs> oh, okay. She knows how to brush her teeth now, right? My two year old. Uh, okay. And she knows how to gargle, and then spit. You know, you gargle, spit, right? So yeah. we just be in the living room. She's drinking her milk. Starts gargling <laughs> on the ground. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Every time. And then, like, then I'm walking through the house, right? You know, I'm walking through the house because someone else is watching her now, right? Walking through the house, boom, step on some milk on the ground. Man, son of a bitch. Then my girl, <laughs> oh, it's so cute. She, like, gargles and she spits it. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah are you the, oh, the first time you saw it? It's really fucking <laughs> annoying to me. She does it constantly. That's not the first time. It's like, can you clean up the milk after she spits it out? <laughs> she thinks she's doing a good job. So she's like, yeah. <laughs> She did, she did it right, man. Like, like, all right. You know what I mean? I'm only pissed off a lot. <laughs> then I'm over here trying to explain to her, you know, we you can't be spitting the milk. We got to steam mop this shit. She's like, she don't know what the fuck a steam mop is. <laughs> I'm like, why do I find myself over-explaining shit to a child that clearly, and even if they do understand it, they can't vocalize that they do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe hit me with a head nod, maybe. You know what I mean? And uh, Big Ten said, any thoughts on that in the third DLLB uh, cornerback spot in our leagues for the future? No. Never. Uh, we, we have – I have That's a thought. That's what the flexes are. That's why we have the uh, the three the the three flexes. You could do whatever you could do whatever you want in those spots. Continuity, continuity is the most important thing for me in leagues. Changes should only ha- – changes can only happen if it's like – like, you, you can't – you know why a lot of people would normally request an extra something? Because they have extra of those on their roster. You know it would be cool, man? Start an extra DL. No, it won't. 
Yeah, well, we want to like yeah. an extra tight end spot would be so cool. I got like you know. Kittle on my team right now. Right? Like, <laughs> you're the idiot that has both of them. <laughs> but see, and then in our format, you could do that and get away with it. It's fine. Like, you know, yeah. I mean? it's your decision is your prerogative. Oh, you want two tight ends? Do it. It's tight end premium. Hey. Well, the reason, the reason why is because it, it evens the playing field out so much. We start putting third DLs and three DBs. I mean, that changes the strategy a little bit. Just having yeah. it two, two, and two, and then an extra three spots that you can literally use for anything. You know, just like the extra three flex spots that we got minus the super flex, you know, obviously, on it the gives you things as well. Pun intended, gives you the flexibility to, to uh, have a team build, you know, a certain way if you want it. Like, Okay, I got three flexes. You know what? I'm getting in this range, and the receivers just keep becoming the value here. And then next, you know, I'm I'm a six wide receiver team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes the people only that- why we do have the three wide receivers is because like there's so many more than like running backs that yep. like last for dynasty. Yep, and like you know, saying like like I I have I love looking at my different builds. Like I like all my Kelsey builds are like like like. I got three, you know, four receivers, three running backs, Kelsey, you know what I mean? Or like, uh, I got in 16, I'm only running two running backs and I got six fucking badass receivers, maybe minus Christian Watson here. I mean, he's the five and a half badass receivers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm tempering all expectations on Christian Watson but also so I can reverse jinx him into greatness. It's like a pep talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't really expect super. That's why I've been trying to pair him up with ETN. And uh, it sucks when, like, I try to send it to extra sauce, and he's like, Well, on the show, you you I know how much you don't like Christian Watson. I'm like, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here trying to big him up. Like, you know, he, had, he had one of the most incredible five week stretches we've ever saw, bro. And granted, he's not with Rodgers no more, but and again, that 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 Jay Love came in there, he did hit hit on Watson with a big one. He's like, Listen, bro, I know you don't like Watson or watch the show. I'm like, nah. <laughs> all right. This is funny. Crispy said changes are good for eliminating team defenses, kickers, and tight end spots, and then just adding flex spots. Yeah. Because that was one thing that I, I've been talking about eliminating the tight end spot forever and just turning it into a flex. And then with sleeper being able to make it a tight end premium, then we still can raise the value a little bit of like these lower tight ends that probably wouldn't even be playing. You were, know? were you watching the, the CVB show the other night? Yeah. Yeah, that, that the warp joints. The the uh, wins over wins over re- registered points or I, I went W O it's W O R P I forget what it stands for, okay. but this it was fucking incredible because it's like it's like okay it'll, it'll show you in your draft like who, who's available and like and um the the what they rank on this warp scale you know what I mean so it'd be like Okay, um, it'd be like, okay, I'm in the third round, and here's Hawkinson. And it'll say, you know, you don't necessarily need Hawkinson here because there's other players that are, that, that you know what I'm saying? Like, like for, okay, actually, maybe Hawkinson's a bad idea. Uh, uh, Kelsey. It'd be like, first round, Kelsey is, like, highly recommended. Like, draft Kelsey. You know, put it on comparison to all the other players. But because of the position scarcity and the format of whatever league that, you, you know, because you it, it, it'll it'll go to whatever format of league you're drafting. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay, he has a tight end spot. This is such a fucking 
Big drop off after him. It highly recommends him there, right? And then Ben, it changes because of the, the depth of the league. So this one's a 10 team league. So it's like, it's like third overall pick. He's the highest recommended, basically. You know what I mean? Bake said, so you're saying the flex spot gives you flexibility? Mm hmm. <laughs> Come on, Sal. Well, obviously. There we go. What I said to? pun intended. <laughs> you did <didn't> say it. <laughs> Hey, Banks, it's funny because, like, man, me and Banks, I think we have a trade here, but I just, we keep, like, adding something to it, or at least I do, and I just took it down. I was like, yeah, I don't think we're going. I don't know if I want Van Jefferson that bad. <laughs> Starts convincing you that you like Van Jefferson like that. <laughs> no, it's it's more like, like, okay, people, when people do Bogart things to Bogart, like, for example, um, he's like, hey, here's Van Jefferson and a sixth rounder from next year, let me get Rayshon Jenkins. And I'm like, well, and then they start saying to Bogart, he's 29, bro. And I'm like, but he's one of the baddest motherfuckers right now. And I'm just gonna come off of him like that. He's no spring chicken, that's for no, sure. No, he, he's actually better as a throwing even, you know what I mean? Like I'm packaging something up and hey, here's Rayshon Jenkins finished third overall at the at DB, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, it's really funny how last year, nobody, I mean, we go back to the beginning of the season, nobody really knew who he was. Yeah, I had all, all the dynasties. Like, well, not every single one, but I mean, I had him in a shitload. And then yeah. just the redraft, he just <laughs> didn't deny him, man. He's making too many good, uh, too many good games out there to not get him into a lineup. Yeah, and he's the strong safety. So, like, you know, he tackles are, you know, he's going to be, he's going to have tackles on his repertoire. You know what I mean? And you know what's funny is I think a lot of people forget about let me see that uh, let me see that thong Cisco out there that's the free safety and he's not too shabby like especially no, he's, if he's, he's a bad motherfucker he's like the home run he's the home run play guy though you know but 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 also it's like it's like you were saying too like man that at that front is going to be good in any defense it's hard for them safeties to get those tackles because you know what I mean not getting up to that level but at the same time like. It's, you know, you got Josh Allen, Ola Kuhn, and fucking Devin Lloyd. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pretty fucking nasty up there. And the other, I mean, I... I, I and Ola Kuhn's only led the league in tackles the last two years, so he's stopping it before it gets to the third level a lot of times. Is he, is he getting hits behind the line or QB hits? Like, Because I'm wondering if, like, it's like his numbers are always a product of the fact that they're on the field all day trying to stop people running on them. You know what I mean? Let's see. Because I don't see that much changing, actually. I don't think the Jags are, like, the craziest on defense. That's why they're so good for IDP, you know what I mean? So, I mean, he only has, I mean, nine QB hits. I mean, it's almost one per game. <laughs> That's a lot. Two sacks as well. So, yeah. I mean, oh, man. But they get him out in coverage. Yeah. You know? I was well, he has and five passes defended. You know, that's less than QB hits. So, yeah. I mean, that's, that's so he is. So they, they're using him. I mean, he's the box. He's in the box a lot. You know what I mean? So they, yeah. they, you know, they, they got him getting at the QB here and there. And that's probably in game. I, I bet you if we look at the games he has the QB hits, it's probably games they're leading. You know what I mean? Because they were in a lot of dog fights all year. You know what I mean? Like playing from behind a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that really goes away. I think like I, I don't think they're a team that I think they're a team on the offense that knows they got to blow. They got they got to run it up. He had 26 more uh, solo tackles uh, from 21 to 22. 
Mm-hmm. He did have more total tackles in Atlanta, but that's because they're a worse team. They're, like, they're a worse he team. almost had a hundred solos and a hundred assisted tackles in Atlanta. Like, but they were horrible though. That was uh, 2020? 21. 21. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, 22. Oh, that's right. It's he's only his first led, He still led the league in total tackles with 184, and that's only eight less than his previous year before that. 128 solo tackles. Like, man, like that is just that's insane, and a lot is because their line isn't really that good. Yeah, they're, they're, especially their interior uh, line up front. I couldn't even name who's up who's up there. Like, okay, when we actually like bakes a lot is one of the ones who uh, requested and said that we should do a video where we highlight linebackers and safeties that we know are good. Well, that we think are going to kill it for IDP based on them having shitty like run defense of like lines. Like, for example. Um, Cole Holcomb. I mean, outside of being injured, he should he should be the man, right? But damn, their fucking front four is so nasty. It's like just clogging everything. You know what I mean? Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen, just those two guys right there in the middle. It's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then now, I mean, um, maybe Chase Young. Now he's with the Steelers, right? And yeah, you still now you have a, you still have a crazy line over there. Exactly. You know? So. It makes me, you know, what I mean, because like, or like, like, it makes me worry about Cody Barton even going over to Washington now. Like, Dan, who's the man in Seattle? Because their 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 interior line, not right. good. But that's also why we love like a guy like Anal Zone, right? Yeah, yeah. hell of tackles because they have no interior defensive line. Yeah, like, who they got over there? They got some guy named Hughes or something like that. I, I mean, he's. I can't even tell you. I mean. <laughs> It's kind of the same as like Houston. Like that's like another one, right? Like, I mean, Pitree, he's eaten because like the first and second level are kind of weak. <laughs> yeah. And then and and for and then for what it's worth, they bring in, I mean, they they bring in D'Amico Marines, obviously, and they yeah. they they brought in they brought in a DL from or a DT from the Niners, but yeah. I don't know if he's gonna be a starter. But then they drafted one, that kid uh uh Horton. Mm-hmm. And so, like, so like, I don't think it's going to change much up front for them, at least not immediately, because they're, they're – I mean, they, they, they improved the rush. They didn't improve the, you know, the rushing defense, you know. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, they were, oh, the pass rush. Yeah, yeah. Pass, yeah. Yeah. Did, you know what's crazy, too, is, like, they bring in, they bring in uh, Denzel Perryman. That could be fucking annoying. I mean, he's all right, but, I mean, we could tell. No, I mean, team. like, you know he's what I mean? Like, because there you have – I mean, it's, after he I, got hurt with Kirk well, two years ago when he got hurt at the end of the year, he hasn't been the same ever since. Well, he was balling in 21 for sure. I thought it was 2020 and 21. You're right. Because 2020 is when he went to, well, no, well, what, yeah, is it 2020 when he went to the Raiders or 21? Because that's when he had it was, a it was 21. That was the year. Yeah. Yeah, that was the year. And then last that's year. That's legit his outlier year of his entire career. That was, he was, you know, last year Drew was, Drew Tranquil was, was the, the, the fucking outlier guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, and when you only play, um, I mean, he played 12 games last year. So, I mean, that's another thing. You miss five games. That's going to make a difference on your I staff. mean, they bring, but bringing him into Houston, he's that veteran presence. I think that's more so because then, because they're, 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 you know, they're, they're, uh, Tim and Kirksey and then yeah, Harris. Tim and Kirksey, but it's eventually going to be our guy H2O, hopefully. To you know what I mean? Who's a, who's H2O? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Henry 2002. Yeah, 
And see, what about Christian Harris? It's like we got these young guys over there. He's the wheel. He's he's the wheel linebacker, correct? Uh, let's go double check it. Yeah, because I, I, you know, sometimes they be switching things around. But it's, in my knowledge, he's a wheel linebacker. He's, you know, what I mean that in in that system, that's he's going to be the Dre Greenlaw. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's the wheel. Kirksey's the the middle, and Herman's so, uh, the Sam. Just based on that. Like, I mean, here's a great example because uh, defensive coordinators, it's just like offense, obviously. Like, they have a scheme. They're going to stick to their system. They stick to their scheme. Here's a great example. Matt Eberflus, he's over there in Indy, right, before he went to Chicago. And Brandon, I mean, Bobby Okariki and Shaquille Leonard, they're eating from the – and Bobby Okariki's the MLB. And then and then fucking uh, – and Okariki – I mean, uh, Leonard was the, the was the wheel. Then they, when they switch it to Gus Bradley, you know what I'm saying? Zaire Franklin is the MLB. They move Okariki and, and to, to, in, in place of Shaq because he's hurt, right? Yeah. But what's crazy is that it's the MLB that eats in, in Gus Bradley's system. Now you bring then, – then look at what, what did, what did Ibraflus do over there in Chicago. He immediately makes sure he has a killer wheel linebacker as well as a killer MLB. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like these two guys are – you know, I mean, I've seen Frankie Louvu uh, last year. He was the wheel in that system, right? He like, you know, because I, mean, I, I, I guess last year was the real, the real year where I started like, okay, I got to look at some of these wheel linebackers too. That's not just like get all the middle linebackers. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. You know what well, I'm saying? I like, oh, okay. He's a, he, they run the four. Yeah, so he had the outside, so he played like an outside linebacker. No, him and Shaq. Oh, no, he's the inside, in like, yeah. like left or right inside. Yeah. Him and Shaq are the inside linebacker. Shaq Thompson. But that's now, though, because they were running that Steve Wilkes shit last year, had him at the wheel. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, so I'm, I, I want to, I got to read up more on uh, their new DC. I don't think that the scheme, the, the, I think there's still going to be a 4 3. Brian Burns at the wheel right now. Wow. See, that's different, right? That's super different. That's cool though. He might be a cheat code. You know what I mean? He's already uh, not even. Into, he's already awesome to put in the deal anyway because he actually gets the tackles and he and he gets at the QB. Yeah, it gets behind the line. Yeah, and I think H two O. I mean, he's behind Kirksey right now, but I feel like if he starts showing out, I mean, he legit could take overtake Kirksey or Perry. That's easy. It's easy. You know why? They already replaced Kirksey with, with Perryman. You know what I mean? And it's new. Well, no, 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 no. Kirksey's the middle. Perryman's the Sam. Oh, they got Perryman as the Sam. Okay. I'm fucking, I fucked that up. Yeah. So I think, I mean, H2O, oh, oh. Henry Tuatuo, <laughs> for those who don't know who we're talking about with H2O. That's he, my career. Yeah, for sure. He's, they got him as the backup middle linebacker to Christian Kirksey right now on the depth chart. Man, man, you got to hold on to that kid, man. Next year, he's like, Chris Kirk is, what, 29? I mean, him and Perryman are old as fuck. They're old as fuck, man. That's the, let's go. Chris it's funny because we say that those guys are old as fuck at 29, but C.J. Mosley's not old as fuck at 29. Well, it's just I mean, a different caliber of talent, though. Yeah, it's also like, it's a, Matt Harmon said something. He was like, don't ask me about Gabe Davis. I don't know. You never see a five-year receiver breakout. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If he hasn't broke out by now, it wouldn't make right. That's how I view those older linebackers that like like Drew Tranquils and the and the Perrymans, right? Like people were chasing him this year, you know, but tra- Tranquil, that is. And like, I'm not, you know, not only is he on a new team, last year was an outlier. You know what I mean? Like sometimes they, these guys, you know what I mean? 
especially with like you got when you when you start peeling back the the, the first couple layers, it's like, well, the Chargers they were bad. You know what I mean? And yeah. your linebacker, he's gonna eat. You're bad. Everyone's running on you. You know what I mean? And Peacock said, "Summer sale in my shop starts Tuesday. Gonna order shirts for the Vegas trip. Let's get it." Yeah, I got to. Hey, uh, I, yeah, I gotta get. I'm gonna get on the phone with you sometime uh, tomorrow if you got some time, Peacock. Let's. I want to brainstorm some ideas. I, I want to do like an all camo joint that just says "Give me money" in white letters. You know what I mean? I want the plain Jane ones. This one, the, the, those are gonna go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah, and Charles Brown, what up? He said Okariki should eat with the Giants too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think like guys like Blake Martinez kind of like soured me towards like linebackers who like ball down and then they go over to the Giants, but he did get hurt, and that that's pretty much what messed everything up. Well, I mean, like right away, like yeah, hurt like game one or game two. He's gonna walk in there and be the um, he's gonna walk in there and be the MLB, right? Is that where they got him listed right now? I believe so. Let me double check though. That's another thing too with um with Okariki is like man, I, that man, oh, I do. they 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 run two inside linebackers over there. Okay, so the yeah, he's the right. inside. He's the left. Okay, because they got Aziz I'd at go, the oh, end. They got Thibodeau at the will, and then I don't know who this Darian. <laughs> Evers is I have no idea, but that, that's who's at the top of their depth chart as the insider. Damn, no, no love, no, no, Mick, uh, no McFadden, huh? Is he still there? They is have him third on the. I mean, I know that this isn't official like depth yeah. chart stuff yet. Uh, it will be in the agreement, but yeah, they have him as uh, the, the third string at his position in the the interior. Um, and they got you said they got tip, they got uh, a Thibodeau at the at the wheel, yeah. Nice, yeah. He got, he's coming out. He's coming off the edge outside. Yeah. What up, Jaws? He said got a second, a twenty twenty four second for Tranquil and Duggar. Good. good uh, I mean, maybe the Duggar. Maybe well, you probably you probably could have got. I would have tried to sell on the hype for Tranquil. Tranquil is like a throw in there because, like, I think Duggar. It's like. That's like paying up versus the second round for him. I, I mean, feel like I'm, I'm gonna got a second and a third for these guys. Or like, yeah, like I, yeah, I feel like I, that's why I said I feel like Drew Tranquil's the throw in here. But um, this is funny. Peacock said I need to buy the new Madden so I can know where all the IDP guys are at. That is one of the advantages of playing yeah, Madden. You see all the yeah, you see all the players' names and oh shit! Hold on, I gotta take this. This is about the car. Yeah. One sec. Yeah, do your thing. But it's funny because, man, like when I really, when the IDP shit started clicking to me, it was when like I started realizing like it's just like the offense. My approach should be the same, right? Like, okay, um, there's going to be a lot of attention on Khalil Mack over here. So um, I'm, I'm going to drive Leonard Floyd. You know what I mean? Like back when they were in Chicago and that shit paid off. And I started thinking, oh, shit, this is good. I don't need to reach up on some of these high, these, these higher-end guys if I can find the guys opposite of them. But that doesn't – you don't want to build a whole team like that. So the next year, I fight I – you know what? I do got to find a place to start getting – and and because and, and, it's all tier-based, I got to have one of them big dog linebackers. You know what I'm saying? That guy – if I'm in the seventh, eighth round, 
and and no uh, no one's cracked off the IDPs yet, and I have a chance to get Roquan. It's like, do I take Roquan or Devin A. Chain? You know what I mean? Like, I fuck that. Take him. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's so crazy when once I grasp that because for the longest I just going hella offense till I feel like all right. Now we waited long enough. Let's start going defense. You know what I mean? And that don't work. You know what I mean? Like you got to find a happy medium. You and 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 I I I like to be the one to start off a run. Even if it doesn't start a run, it's like it's cool. I'm securing shit. You know what I mean? Man, so I got super lucky with the uh, with the car because like yesterday the car just wouldn't start. Like uh, BS. Uh, he's starting to. Uh, we're we're gonna go into this car adventure together. So he's gonna. Um, he's throwing down so we can uh, start getting a whole bunch of cards versus me just like you know getting a couple here and there. Yeah. And uh, so I was gonna go to pick up the Western Union, and I go car won't. Fucking hey, that's start. how you know. Hey, I, hey, shout out to BS man. It almost brought a tear to my eye right now. <laughs> car a lot of good times at the Western Union. Yeah, car would not fucking start, and uh, I, I called the the place so I had work done. Fuck, it might have been a little bit more than a year ago um, at this point. It was sometime when I got to Vegas. and It was last summer. Yeah, something like that. And, um, yeah, the alternator was out. And, I fuck, I don't even remember how much it was. But, like, I had to pay all that. And I called. And I was like, is this still under warranty? And he must have, like, looked at the mileage or whatever. Because it hadn't been two years. So I was under the two year. He was like, what's the mileage at? <laughs> And I go and I read it off, and he was like, "You're like 700 miles, like under the warranty." <laughs> That's I got hey, listen, all I heard was under. I got okay. I got lucky. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so they replaced the alternator, <clears throat> and um, he said that the battery is like hella low too. So I'm having him swap out the battery, also. But that's the only thing that I got to pay for is the battery. Yeah. I about didn't say. have to pay for the alternator. What, what's that battery hitting for like these days? Like 90? Uh no. I mean for this one, it's uh I mean it's it's the it's, it's the ones for the new for the new cars. Like I don't know. One thing that sucks about those, these those saber cars, joints, those uh, those whatever the fuck. Yeah, because it's like two hundred, but like man, like even like the oil changes and shit on the car, I gotta get the synthetic oil, so it's like a hundred dollars versus like forty. You know, yeah. like shit like that. So it's like all these different things with the newer cars, just more for these fucking pieces. I remember when we had a we had a Benz before, and I'd be like, "Babe, you can't be putting that fu- that fuck shit gas in there." You know what I mean? I'm like, "Man, we don't got a Toyota or something like that." Then when we got when we started having more kids, I'm like, "Let's go buy a Toyota." <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's always the co- if I don't go to Costco like or before I was using Costco all the time. It was like Chev- uh, Chevrolet or like whatever. Yeah, Chevron. Chevron, I mean, yeah. But yeah, man, Costco is so much fucking cheaper. It's like legit 60 cents cheaper than everywhere else. Yeah, and then going to Costco, you're you're accumulating points that you could use towards the gas. and Yeah, so you get the 4% or 2% or 4% or whatever back on there's only There's only really a couple lines I'll wait in. In-N-Out Burger, you know... Um, I'll, I'll wait in the Canes line. I won't wait in the Chick Fil A line, but Costco gas—you that's that, you're okay waiting in that line. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. You might be here for a minute. You catch it at the wrong time. You're like, fuck. I'm not going down the street. Spend an extra fucking whatever the fuck it is. 
Yeah, that's why I'm always uh, always trying to go to Costco early. I mean, the, I, I guess that is the cool thing about the gas station. It opens like hella early compared to the store and stays open like, you know, an hour, an hour and a half longer than the store is actually open. <laughs> but, yeah, if you got to go like during the day and, uh, man, there is one Costco like out here. It's like the business center Costco. And it's, yeah. Uh, in like North Vegas and man, like I had to go there one time cause I like had no gas and I was like, just like, I, it was like planned on my route <laughs> and of what I was doing. The line was so fucking long and there was only two lines. Like there's, only, there's only a couple lines I'll wait in, bro. The ones that I, the one that I go to on the regular, it's like a little bit North of Summerlin. So it's like all the way on like the West side of, uh, of Vegas. Where are you and, at? You're South. What? What, what, what what do they consider your side where you yeah at? like southwest okay yeah and so Just yeah you need to start banging it you know what i mean <laughs> yeah southwest because so this is more west or maybe even northwest if you want to get technical southwest fantasy football game <laughs> but the dopest thing about this costco is it has like eight lines like so i mean it moves like way faster that's the guy who had it figured out. Huh? He's like, you know, people come here for the gas. Yeah, you know? exactly. it legit more lanes means more gas sold. It legit could be one of the shortest like Costco lines ever, and because you could get in from like multiple places. Because yeah, the one when we lived in San Diego, like once you get in, like to like the Costco like gas part. I mean, it, it splits into like five or six lanes, but to actually get in, you gotta wait in one lane like forever <laughs> and it's like on the street around the corner you know like all shit for the birds i only went to that i'd only tried to hit up that costco right before they closed um for gas then it'd be a little bit of uh not as bad peacock said the last madden i purchased madden 13 with megatron on the cover nice <laughs> i don't even like madden anymore but if we're gonna start gaming and stuff we got to get the new one can't be rocking the old one you know me, when I take a stance, tends to be forever. <laughs> I took a stance a long time ago on certain video games because I, I don't know if you guys know this, but I have a very addictive personality. Man, I'm That's glad it. you don't treat fantasy your fantasy football like takes like you treat certain movies, certain video games, certain music. Well, I certain mean, I had to adapt. I mean, I want to win. Except if you're, you know, Mark Ingram. Like, there's certain guys. Yeah, like, yeah I don't care. Fuck him. <laughs> Certain you're trying to put me in a bad mood this morning? <laughs> you're bringing back all the bad memories right now. <laughs> Fuck you, Mark Ingram. <laughs> you and Jared Cook can go to hell. <laughs> I'll see you there. <laughs> Uh-oh, Antonio, he's not messing around. He said, I already pre-ordered Madden next year. He said, I found a $100 PlayStation gift card just sitting on the sidewalk. Nice. This motherfucker be finding hell of shit, man. Antonio... Like, Antonio's got such good karma, you know, built up. I'm not even surprised that he found that. Like, that's I mean, just, like, the universe returning it to you, bro. He's, he's my birthday to him, bro. We, fly shit happens to us. You Okay. Oh, I, 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 I forgot to mention this. This is why uh, I felt, like, compelled to, like, ask more about that podcast thing with, with uh, yeah. Nelly, right? Yeah, because we talked working. about that before, too. And it's funny how he never even thought about doing anything with movies or like anything like that yeah but and then that's why i said so what do you want to do like, like a relationship shit i said hell yeah because <laughs> like he would be like 
he'd be like Hitch for us. Like <laughs> because see that's and then so that's what I was telling him. I said, you know, I said, Ricky, Ricky Williams told me like if, if in my life where I'm at at this point, I should only talk to people that are the authority of whatever it is I'm trying to seek. You know what I mean? Don't go trying to ponder it with other motherfuckers that don't know it like me. You know what I mean? Like I gotta go to the authority. So I said, I said, if I was someone trying to find relationship advice, I'm probably not asking this youngster, bro. It's just like in music. In music, in the sound engineers, right? They'd be like, trust the gray. Because, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, nowadays you got all these programs and, and, and plugins and presets, and anyone can make shit sound dope. But like the dude with the gray hair who's been doing this shit for 30 years, that's the guy that's gonna make your shit sound good. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Just like I'm I'm gonna ask the guy who's had you know a lifelong worth of relationships and had been in Hollywood and been in the industry and been around celebrities to know like the difference between like these, these fast women and these actual genuine women. And like, you know, that's the guy I'll, I'll ask, you know what I mean? The older guy who's been around the block that could be like, look here, youngsters, uh, maybe I'm old school, but, but like, you know, and I told him, I said, there, there's an appeal to doing that show, Nelly. And he's like, you want to do the show with me? I'm like, fuck yeah. And then he goes like this, he goes, you know, I never told you this. I'm a Sagittarius as well. I said, what? <laughs> I said, what? What's that? He's like, yeah, December 11. What? On the 11? That's one of my favorite numbers. But it's just funny because, like, or I'm a magnet, to, or maybe I'm a magnet towards them or, or or to me. I don't know what it is, but they just find me. You know what I mean? Well, same thing for, same thing for, for you. you. Same thing for you. Yeah. Because one, one of the guys who I rocked with tough, like, in high school, uh, yeah, December 10th. It was his birthday, so that's one of the first Sages that I really connected with. At like least I, remember, I didn't know people's birthdays or can't remember, like you know, random people's birthdays before that. So there was this chick I was with, like in eighth grade, I was with her for like a year, and then we just went on to be like fuck buddies throughout like high school and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like she got me into all that shit. Mm -hmm. Like when I remember we we're at like the mall, and I hell remember this because you know when you're young, when you're a youngster. You just do you just do things for pussy, you know what I mean? Like I don't want to be in this fucking Walmart or Hallmark store. Like they're in Hallmark. You, you know say I mean? when you're you say when you're young, like that ever stops. I'm just saying, baby. Really, <laughs> you start figuring out your worth. I'm like, hey, these bitches want dick just as much as I want pussy. You know what I mean? We see all. I, I'm watching Home Improvement. We see all types of guys going to the ballet and doing all types of shit like that. Fuck yeah, they doing all kind of shit for the pussy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the power of the P-U-S-S-Y. So it is. Oh, you know what? And I was listening to Steve-O. I guess vagina and pussies becoming a in uh, politically incorrect term now and almost a cancelable term. Like the new term that they say that you must call this is the bonus hole. <laughs> you got damn right. Well, hold on. But here's my thing. Why is it? I think I okay. This is so PC right here. You ready for this? <laughs> that that because wow. humans universally we all have an asshole, right? <laughs> so apparently, in a day and age where we you know with LGBTQ and you know and 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 um, we're not there's no discrimination towards sexual preferences or whatnot. The vagina hole, excuse me, the bonus hole is the bonus. <laughs> it's the extra like oh they all have assholes but this vagina this, these women though they got a bonus hole <laughs> this is the day and age we're living in 
I was very surprised. I was very surprised. So we're gonna have to start referring to it as the okay, bonus. Hold on. Let's just go. Hold on. Let's just go through the list of things that were referred to as vaginas. Like different different vagina terminology that doesn't fly anymore. So apparently, cunt was the first one that is really offensive because can't use the cunt, is, <laughs> cunt is not just calling someone a pussy. Cunt is calling someone a place people put their dick in. You know what I mean? <laughs> like angry, like pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking cunt. That's like worse. Like when you got a, when a woman's talking shit to another woman, they, they all this, all this all sounds like we're playing golf. <laughs> yeah, like bitch this, bitch that. Boom. Oh yeah, cunt. Ooh. Now now someone pulls out. You should get to a different level now. Ooh, right. <laughs> okay, so now we can't say pussy or vagina now apparently, but what about box? What about carpet? The carpet munchers. Talk. I, I said I use that term specifically on Crispy. Said that he just likes to munch the carpets. That's his problem. <laughs> he was like, he got really turned on by the redhead chick. Guy. He was like, I wonder if the carpet. He's like, he didn't even wonder. He's like, I hope he has carpet. <laughs> I know it matches Drake. It needs to match his. It needs to match. <laughs> you know what I mean? uh, and wait, and is it? Does the carpet match the curtains, or does the carpet match the drapes? I don't know what are curtains like armpit hairs. I'd be better to have none of that. Well, no, I mean curtains are just like you know you close the curtains on the window, so it's just another term for drapes. I don't know, man. I just I you know I'm a big fan of bald pissing myself. <laughs> I'm sorry, the bald. Bonus well, the curtains hole. is the the hair, like the the hair on the head, not the hair on the bonus hole. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying, though. Like, I'm just, just going. You know, I'm a, you know, I'm a really big fan of the vagina. You know what I mean? The bonus hole. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm, I guess I'm also a big fan of of of, of the vagina itself. So, you know, matter of fact, I've actually been proud to use that word and things more vulgar these days. Right? How many times have I referred to myself as the vagina when it came? To, I think I did that yesterday, actually. <laughs> so funny in that, Nelly. He's like, "What did you say?" And Marty was like, "You called yourself yeah. what?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, vagina. <laughs> you know what's funny? So funny, Tino. Oh man, he said, "I've I've once seen a vagina dilated to to ten centimeters." He was like, "Those things are durable." Listen, bro, I seen that shit. You know what's funny too is when you get the good doctors, right? They just go in there and they go, boop, up, oh, yep, eight centimeters. <laughs> and I'm like, I look at that motherfucker, damn. You know, there's a chart and I'll never forget at the uh, my girl's OB back when I, I used to always be involved in those fucking. I'm a question asking motherfucker. I need to know what's going on inside there. You know what I mean? You know, you know, especially it's my kid in there, right? But I just remember uh, we had this doctor named Doctor Fereno. She's like the, the best. I swear to God, the best of the best of the, with honor, with honor, sir. But uh, she she had this chart and it was the dilation chart. So it's like you know one inch. You know, two inch, you know, but when you got to like the 10 inch, you know, it's like these diagrams are like, damn. And that's still gonna stretch more, you know what I mean? I start kind of like, no, so we're gonna start with like, damn, that's your baby, and I mess up my box. You know what I mean? <laughs> that shit fit right already, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why the C sections might be just the way to go, you know, I, it, wasn't, it wasn't a choice. Uh, for us, it was well. Some women, some women's vaginal canals is is is, more, is not is like more narrow. So they and then yeah. depending on the size of the baby, like um sometimes inductions happen earlier because they're like, well, at this rate, the baby will be X amount 
in next two weeks. So we're going to schedule you for this week induction. You're like, what? But but that's if they want to yeah. deliver, well, like it was deliver, deliver vaginally or bonus boxily. She was uh, she was in labor for like 16 or 18 hours or something. Oh, and then and then they okay. So yeah, it was, it was they an were emergency, like, it was, it was emergency C-section basically. Kind of, yeah. I mean, it was just one of those things. Yeah. Well, well because it comes, it also comes to a water. Point. The water broke so long ago. It's like you got to yeah. like. Make it's shit a lot of stress on the baby too. That's, yeah. that's a ton of stress on the baby. They'll come to a point where like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna yank this thing up out of there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. And then once you get a C-section, you're C-section forever. You know what I mean? Like now, once you my like my my girls uh my my like I have this my sister she had her uh, she had her first one my 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 goddaughter had her naturally then she has these two boys but like their their dad's six six foot two these motherfuckers were breached they're like so they're <laughs> they're like in the they're in the womb like this like Indian style yeah you know what I mean they they're so big they never move so it's like. Oh yeah, we're gonna, you're gonna have a C-section. Yeah, I remember watching the video, and it's recorded from the side. You know what I mean? So you just see the belly and the doctor like going like this, like doing the incision. I just and listened, and I didn't look over the blue. They just said, "Do, do trust I me." I gotta look. Do I not look over the blue. Uh, <laughs> the blue. The little, the little partition. I was like, "All right, I'll I'll take your word for it. I'll take your word for it." <laughs> no, but it was funny though, because so you know, and this is my my brother-in-law's first kid, right? So he filmed it and everything. And he's like, no, watch it. No, trust me, you don't see nothing. It's just from the side. But look at this, look at this. And he's like, it's the side angle of my sister's belly, right? And the doctor says he's doing the incision. And you just see my, my nephew's leg just pops out. Yeah. He was ready to come out. As soon as they did the incision, shit just starts popping out. <laughs> Bro, his, his leg, literally, his whole foot just right away. Yeah. Like it was like waiting. one. That was, that was waiting. They're waiting to bust out of there. Like uh, it was way too small for them. Hit the ground running. Damn. Mm. And uh, Bake said, no matter where you live, go drive in the hood. You'll see the gas prices go down for sure. In San Diego, one million percent like true for that. Like it could literally be like Mission Valley is kind of like the center of the city almost, and like one of the more expensive areas because like the tourist you know, place like for the city, a bunch of hotels and, yep. you know, shit like that. Always the most expensive for gas. You go is up that the, the hill. Is that like around Mission? That's what? like the Mission? Where, where I was staying? No, 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 no. Oh, well, I was like, mission, mid, I was like, they okay. call it, they call it, I mean, everything's like missions and shit, you know, Mission Valley, Fashion Valley, like all that. Oh, okay. So I didn't, okay. No, you know, no, no. It's just, it, it's just right in the middle of the, right in the middle of the city. Like that's, that's really the best way I could describe it. Yeah. yeah, it's right in the valley, you know, Mission Valley. So that's it's the valley, not necessarily the mission. They just call it Mission Valley. And uh, but yeah, it was uh, yeah, literally you go one mile in each direction and you're getting into a little bit more ghetto area. Yeah. Gas prices are way down. Yeah. Uh, we had this we had the streets called Telly Road and it, it, it goes from like the low lows and it goes all the way up until you get to like the Melody folks area. You know what I mean? Yeah, and just up and down that road, the gas station prices fluctuate the further you get closer up to the hill. You know what I mean? Yeah, for and sure. Like, and then, yeah, and we would always come to the like main area where people are at, always going to be more expensive. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, but then we had a joint called Rod and Robbie, and that motherfucker would always be like a dollar, like a whole dollar cheaper, bro. Damn, you know and like that's just you know what I mean? Yeah, 
Yeah, and what's and, funny? Uh, Antonio, he said, at that time, I said I'm not drinking on my birthday, and then found a six-pack sitting on the sidewalk was my favorite. So you know yeah. And like, it's our birthday, so it's November 30th, right? Because it's my birthday twin. So it's New York, where he's at. So this is a nice, crispy, cold six-pack. <laughs> crispy. Crispy, cold as fuck. Happy birthday, Antonio. And I, I mean, I already, I already owned them to it. I put, I, I'm the one that put, said it there, bro. Look at this, crispy. He said nothing like finding a little pussy hair in your teeth later. Yep, that's actually. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even floss on purpose. He's like, <laughs> that's what he uses for the floss. Just wait and build it up. He's like, do I have anything in my teeth? <laughs> Good. Oh man, <laughs> this motherfucker really eating the garbage, are you? <laughs> Dennis, you savage. He said the mustache is the flavor saver. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I thought uh, that was uh what do you what do you call that? The chin, the chin hair. Uh well, I don't know what you call that patch, but super strainer. Isn't that <laughs> yeah, isn't that one of the flavor savers? Is well? right in there. Yeah, he's like, he's like, hold on, baby, don't move. I'm putting my chin in your pussy this time. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? He's just in there motorboating the pussy out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Savage. Yeah, Peacock, the French tickler. <laughs> what, what the the told me that the whole time. The, hum- the Humpty knows the tickler your ear. You know <laughs> Afraid it told me the whole story, Mr. French Tickler. <laughs> uh, afraid it Felcher? <laughs> oh, they're going to grab in the soul patch. He's like, you know Afraid of Felcher? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I remember you talking about her. <laughs> it's funny, too, because, like, uh, they, they don't have those anymore, but those were popular, like, when you go on the road. You'll see those hotels, and it's got like it's you know those honeymoon <laughs> suite. Yeah, the honeymoon suites, and then the motherfuckers in the heart shaped tub. That's just funny. I still, I mean, that whole part with Jeff Daniels, it's so funny. He was like, "Yeah, I called her up, just talking to me, giving me all this crap about me not listening to her." He's like, "I don't know, I wasn't really paying attention." But <laughs> the fact of the matter is, I think she was seeing another guy. <laughs> he looked to look at Lloyd's face right there. <laughs> he's on. Is he on to me? <laughs> But <laughs> what's funny too is because Lloyd, in his mind, I mean, the, the the truth is probably he never even fucked with her. But like, she might have touched his arm. And he's like, "Yep, we got busy." Like his concept of sexual inter- interactions, it, he doesn't have any. You know what I mean? So <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He might have thought like, you know, he he might have thought he did it right. I mean, just like he thought that was their kid. Yeah, for sure. He never even fucked. <laughs> She's wait, didn't I get like a boner one time? Hey, this, first of all, shout out to Jeff, shout out to uh to to Harry, hell of a friend. She's going there for like a like 20 years, like the way they write off of what's happened in the last 20 years. He's just been in like the, the, the loony bin. I'm sorry, that's insensitive, right? The the uh, a mental health facility. Um and uh <laughs> this but he's changing his diaper. <laughs> And the whole time, it's just this elaborate joke. You just be like, ha ha. <laughs> you have to change my shit diaper for all those years. <laughs> oh, man. That's so you never, you, you never sat through that second one more than once, huh? Uh, like the new one? The one that's yeah. somewhat newish? Nah, just once. Yeah. 
I watched it once in the theater, and then I I made the mistake of buying it, thinking I need this for my collection. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched it more than once, but it was, yeah, it's not good. Because I'm I'm not saying I haven't made those stances on movies. Like I mean, one of the earlier, like some of the earlier stances that I made were on How High, and on. Uh, it's and, funny because uh, I love Red and Meth, so it was like I, they, I they couldn't do no wrong to, for me in that movie. I was, and that was when I was in high school. I remember watching that movie in the theater. Like I was like, that was the week. Like, I I was in eighth grade when. When, um, it was the people Pat that were Baker telling. Me, it was the people that were telling me about it. I did not. Uh, I, I hate it when their opinions in high, in you know, in high regard. I, yeah, but I hate it when somebody's opinion that I valued shits on something that I was looking forward to. And I go, nah, I'm never gonna. I'm not gonna watch that. And then if it's someone who like I don't value their opinion at all, and they're trying to tell me how good it is, I'm like, ah, I'm not even gonna watch it because like I don't know, your your taste is shit, right? <laughs> I know, I know a few people like that. <laughs> so that like, those were like with food places. <clears throat> oh, for sure. Like I'm not I'm not the type I'm like, hey, let's just go explore all these new places and spend money to find out if it's good or not. You know what I mean? I've kind of been doing that a little bit in Vegas, but I've never yeah, been but, but you were doing that. the food thing though. You're doing like yeah. you know, it's different. Before that, like never like never had I even like in San Diego, like I'm not taking a chance on like some new shit unless someone tells me about it or something. You feel me? It's food, bro. Because if I like that motherfucker, I'm coming back. If I don't like it, I'm telling everyone how bad I thought it was. <laughs> I'm super loyal when it comes to food. I don't know why. I mean, like, okay, the Canada Steak Burger. I know I've referenced that, and I told you about that. Whenever you, go yeah, what if I want to try that shit? And especially like if you're going to National City, it's like you know in Chula Vista, so it's like just kind of a hop, skip, and a jump, like away. But uh, there was this uh, this uh, what were they called? California tie. And man, they had like the best pad thai like ever. Ooh, yeah, love pad thai. <laughs> love pad thai. I don't know how so many people can fuck up pad thai, but like, easy. If they're not doing like for me, if it's not made fresh for me to order, I don't want it. Because you know a lot oh, of those places sure. don't have the tray there; it's already made. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That can't fuck with that. But I just mean like even restaurants. Like, I go to work. Yeah, I'll leave it. Yeah, I, yeah I and I'll well. leave the onions in. I mean, I'll I'll pick around them a little bit. Eat a couple green of onions, them, yeah. I but I'll, I'll just I'll get it the way that it is with the peanuts and all that shit too. Love it. Do you but like so, right where Noble goes, right where Noble goes to karate class, there's a Thai spot there, and like I, I don't know what it is. Like I've been going to these Thai spots, and like a lot of them don't even have like any kind of a spicy like option. You just get it the way that it is. It's more. It's not spicy like at all. And I don't know, it's all right, but like I needed to, I like it with the spice. Yeah, you know? that's the only way that's only supposed to have it. You yeah. pad thai is already supposed to be spicy. You're supposed to tell them mild yeah. if you don't want it spicy, because it's always supposed to be spicy. Right. And it's usually like, a one to ten or a one to five like level. Do you do you do you squeeze the lemon on it? No. Got to, bro. <laughs> Game changer, bro. <laughs> like, mmm. So this was one of the, the Got first to, ones, bro. This was one where I, one of the first ones where I went to. Well, and I just ordered it. I didn't even like. I'm ordering it during his class, so I can like pick it up, like right after his class is over, and then we can just bounce. Do you and fuck so, with anything else at, at, at anything else at the Thai spots? Like, do you fuck with like green curry or yellow curry? Not really. I don't, I'm not really a curry. Like Vanessa likes the curry and stuff. I just I, I really like. Oh my noodles. god, yellow curry is the goat, bro. Noodles and the fried rice, like that. Those are the things that I'll usually. You fuck with the pineapple fried rice. Oh, that's my favorite. Oh my god! 
Hell yeah. Oh, murder. Like, and even that, that, and that is supposed to be spicy. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's what I was going to say. I, when I get it on, uh, when I would get it from that other spot, like if I would, <laughs> I mean, there'd be some times, because you're eating lunch every single day, five days a week, is by my, uh, when I used to work somewhere. Yeah. And um, fuck, at one point, it might be four. Oh, and it was on your bus too, right? It was <laughs> on your bus every day. <laughs> that, was the, that was That means that I'm was, eating good every day, bro. <laughs> I was, I the, the I was car the way. It was so funny. That went on for so long. And I thought it was one of those you yeah, you fly, I buy like type things. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it was I like mean, just like a year of me getting free, uh, free seats to lunch. He's like, hop in the Beamer. Let's go, boss. <laughs> Let's go eat some Pad Thai. Yeah, that was when we would go to uh, and see, and it wasn't even Pad Thai when we were doing that. It was either In and Out or Chick Fil A. Like it was like one of those two, like every single day, pretty much. Okay, what's the? Okay, you're both. Well, can't take your order. Welcome In and Out. What's the order? It's uh, it's either the double double with uh, with no onions or the the three by three with no onions, and you got to have the fries pulled on time. What is that? It's when the timer goes off, you pull that shit out. Don't leave it in there for any extra time. It's like yeah, I don't want, I don't, I don't necessarily want potato chips now. It's like the way that they taught you how to make the fries. That's how I want the fries made. <laughs> and it's funny how a lot of people don't, uh, they they don't know that term "pull on time," but that's what it is. They're like, oh, you mean you want it like, what what do they say? Oh, you want it like light well? And I was like, no, I don't want it pulled early. I want it pulled on time. <laughs> and Peacock said, pull out early. No, see, I don't want it. I don't want to pull out early. You pull out on time. <laughs> see, I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. If the, motherfucker was on, if the motherfucker was eating that pill, I'd be like, I'm just, I'm just shooting the club up. Fuck pulling out. Were you still on my fries? <laughs> what did you say that your girl said when she went there? Because you were trying to tell her about this? Oh, yes. So she's driving. I'm telling her what to order. <laughs> Tell him to pull it out on time. She's like, uh, fries pull out. And they're, like, they're like, yeah, okay. They like they understood it. She's like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? And then again, the next time she comes, I'm like, make sure you tell him to pull it out on time. So she goes, uh, pull it, uh, the fries pull it out. Like, okay. So it's like, but it's just funny because she sounds it. <laughs> She's not saying it the right way, but they're figuring it out though, at least. <laughs> I mean, I never, I never. Well, Sonia that. said, "Pull out early" sounds better. <laughs> I mean, you gotta pull out on time, just in the nick of time. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Uh oh, song said pad thai is hella bomb, but I'm craving for some Korean barbecue right now. Mm. Korean barbecue, I see, and like that's, I wanna like find a really dope Korean barbecue spot here in Vegas. I know they exist, but it's just, that's where it gets kind of tough, you know, because like, I'll, I'll, I'll go watch the Vegas TikTok, you know. I, I love those joints, B. The ones where you yeah. go, they got the grill, you just, it's all, it, you just keep, keep the meat coming, pause. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just like, I want, give me a, um, give me a, give me the spicy bulgogi, uh, give me some pork belly, and, uh, and, uh, you know what? You know what? Go, go, go ahead and give me some beef belly too. And they come out and you throw that. And the kids, they like to cook. They're all having fun and shit. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm just getting drunk. You know what I mean? <laughs> go outside, burn something. And the key is don't, like, you don't, they're going to keep, the, you have to pay for the rice. So I'll just get like one bowl 
And I'm just, and I'm all about the, the any any Korean barbecue spot you go to all the kimchi things. You know what I mean? The, the pickle, kimchi pickles, the kimchi fucking onions, all that shit. I, the, the the kimchi itself, the cabbage shit. Like, I fuck with all that shit. Fire, bro. And the key is just eat hella meat and that and the and the sides. Yeah, that rice gonna fuck you up. It's gonna be all full and shit. You know what I mean? It's like the same uh-huh. when we go to Endless Shrimp. I remember it was funny. I went with Chipoka Waka and a couple of his Yeah, friends. you can't start fucking up that bread. <laughs> I told everyone, I was like, don't be foolish. I was like, only one biscuit. Save those for later. Don't, don't go crazy on them. Right. We got to max out. We, they got a whole truck of shrimp back there. <laughs> if I if I don't get at least 100 shrimps, you know, somehow, I think we failed. <laughs> okay, so what's the technique here? We get a plate and you tell them already? So you get a plate with two things and you get, uh, so two shrimp entrees, whatever you choose. And yeah. I usually choose scampi. I just go in with that first. Like you okay. can't do the, the shrimp pasta early, you know, cause then you're just no. going to eat the pasta. That's like, you want that at the end. So you can take most of that. To go. Yeah, for exactly. sure. Yeah, you can't really, I mean, you could take pieces of this. You could take the shrimp. I like, pieces I like the breaded shrimp. shrimp. It's not like you're bringing the butter or anything, you know, so you might as well mac on those. You know, while you're there, and that shit's hella good. And then they got you could still order like coconut shrimp and popcorn shrimp and all that kind of shit, even though it's not on the menu. You can still order. It's like the secret menu. But anything that they've mm-hmm. ever had before, you can still order. I'm not they a fan of the coconut shrimp at all, but I, I, I like either. coconut shrimp, just not theirs. But yeah, I like, I, I, but their scampi goes hard. Like because it, 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 it never changed since I was a kid. That's just what remind. And like when you're a kid, at least for me, right? You know, what I'm saying it'd be like. If my dad would come home and be like, we're going to Red Lobster. He'd be like, oh, shit. Yeah. We're going to Red Lobster. Red, like, you know how, okay, the that's first so time. Like, Red Lobster, the Olive Garden, like, you go to any of those places, that's good. Oh, when you're shit, Red. <laughs> Getting fancy you know, tonight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And look, <laughs> and a fucking, uh, I remember, uh, I had never had lobster before, but because the motherfuckers being there in the tank and shit, and my dad said, you want her lobster? I said, hell yeah. Because, you know, just, it, I'm like eight years old. I get to pick this motherfucker and they're going to kill him and I'm going to eat him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, that, I liked lobster. Like, good thing I liked it. And then my, and yeah. I remember my mom saying, oh, your son has expensive taste now. And it wasn't like I went lobster crazy all the time, but it was like, oh, lobster's fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't really hear too many kids go, I won't give you the lobster unless they're like some bougie ass kids. You know what I, mean? I want the lobster, Mac. Right. Bro, lobster mac and cheese. Uh, Peacock said, keep your voices down. My kids can't hear Red Lobster. (laughs) (laughs) That's why that Beyonce song, she was like, play your cards right and we might go to Red Lobster. You know what I mean? But it's like... When when, when they bring Endless Shrimp back this year, I'm definitely going. We're going to make content out of it. (laughs) You're going to be like, you know, know, for people that don't know, Red Lobster, it's, it's considered... Top of the line fancy to some folks, and this is real nostalgic here. Endless shrimp. <laughs> Shout out to everyone in the hood who this is. <laughs> this is this might as well be Morton's, you know, to like people in the hood because, like, I mean, but that it was for sure. Like, you go to Red Lobster, I've never had Morton's, Morton's, man. I mean, you, you, ever, know? you, ever, you ever fuck with Ruth, Ruth Chris? I mean, they're, I'm not going to say they're all the same, but once you get to that level of steakhouse, I mean, they might yeah. as well all be the same. But what about Ruth Chris? That's not quite the the, the, the three-star or four-star Michelin, right? Like, Well, 
I'd say even like Morton's, that's probably like a four and a half star, maybe four. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Morton's, so it's Morton's is okay. hella expensive. It's hella bougie. Yeah, it's like $100, $100, $150 steaks. Like, yeah, everything's a la carte. Like, you're going to spend at least um, like a hundred and twenty a person, you know, usually. I mean, uh, I mean my, my man's, I remember we were going to do a dinner there for one time for my man's. It was like, it we spent 120 each without drinking alcohol or wine. Yeah, I was going to say it was like 12, it was like a, it was like a $1,200 minimum or something like that. They're like, what, what, a minimum for steaks? I'm like, we're going to a club? Yeah. <laughs> Morton, I mean, Morton's is legit though. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember one time, like, um, I forget what this uh I can't remember what year it was, but I, I actually it might have been the year that I went to uh Denver and then came back. And like Morton's is one of the only steakhouses that's open till like eleven, a lot like close at ten. And like when I got back Well, because I think they open at three too, that's why, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean well, yeah, exactly. I mean it's dinner places. But yeah. I just mean a lot of these steakhouses, they don't stay open. Like, you know, nine, ten o'clock is when they shut it down. Like, they don't keep it open. Like, I, Morton's I mean, is one of those ones that stays open a little later. In the in LA, they're, they're in the, yeah, they, they, that's like, it's like hella normal. But yeah, but I was, I was thinking right now, like, yeah, you're right. Like, the motherfuckers in, in, in San Jose, those stores would close at like nine. Like, there's no reservations after nine. You know I did I mean? go, I did go to a five star uh, steakhouse in, uh, in LA. It's called Providence. And it's one of those ones where, you know, you don't even pick like what you want. Like it's like you go in because you're getting the chef, uh, the the chef three course mm -hmm. meal or like whatever the fuck it is. And, you know, the fancy chef who's got different on the menu. It was super dope. Like it, it was crazy. Traffic was so bad that when we got there, they were like, they were like, we can't even like take anybody else. And we'd like, it'd been so long, like, cause we were in traffic for like five hours. It fucking seemed like. And we finally got there and we're like, but we're going to order three of whatever the most expensive things is on the menu. It was like uh, when, when we were doing the delivery stuff, and it was like my homies took me out for my birthday. Yeah. And like, listen, we're about to ball out, you son of bitches. <laughs> yeah. Everybody who was in there was a somebody. You don't really know like who they were, but like this wasn't, you know, like each, like it's like $200, like each or like some shit like that before you start getting the alcohol, you yeah. know, in there. and they come and they cook the steak like right in front of you, you know, like, I mean. Not like, like it it's not like Benihana style, but it's like they bring out a cart and it's like a tiny little fucking like little stove plate. almost, yeah. like yeah, the hot plate kind of. Mm -hmm. Then yeah, they're just cooking the the steaks like right on that. Like each one. Has one of those is that one of those aged steak places? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I would say that they usually do that at those places. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I fucked with some aged steak. Fucking phenomenal. I, I was I was in LA somewhere. I'm trying to remember the name of this place, bro. Uh, but you anyways, gotta be ready to drop like hella guap, like on those steaks, man. Like they've been, yeah, aged yeah, right I mean, for however long and seasoned for however. Yeah, long. I, wanna, I, I had like a three. I mean, and it got more expensive the more the longer it was aged. Like you know, when we were looking at the menu, there was like you know, yeah, like ten year shit. Yeah, like, that shit was drippy. It was like a thou wow. For like it's an just, eight ounce. It's just like those wines, right? Like the longer you keep it, like, I mean, to have it pristine, you got to keep it in certain. Uh, yeah. Like it's going to cost it, money. It, it costs money for them to retain this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's like, you know what I mean? Of course it's going to be charged. Anyways. Yeah. Um, uh, what was it? Um, the Brazilian joints. I love those places. too. Oh, yeah. Brazilian steakhouses are the yeah. shit. Fuck yeah. Because I mean, for the price and what you're getting, the quality, it's like. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather go there nine times out of ten. 
So in, like, in Vegas, if you guys ever come to Vegas and you want to go to one of those places, don't go to the Fogo de Chao or like whatever, you know, fuck those places. You got to go to Texas de Brazil. And it's a little bit, it's a little bit off the beaten path, but it's way less than those. But, but also, great. is everything bigger and grander? Because it's Texas now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and the regular Brazilian ones that come through, they cut you a little slivers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this one, you know, you ask for you, you ask for two or three, no problem. Let's get it. And I know most of these places they they do. Yeah, they're, they're not shady. They're, well, they're just trying to get rid of it, you know. Like I mean, you're trying to get rid of the whole thing. You go back, you chill for a minute, get another one, then you come back out. But yeah, I, with with those ones, I try not to get consumed on like the chicken, the the pork. Yeah. I mean, there's always a couple that aren't the steaks, and I'm like, I'm just I like even the low end steaks. I'll try it. Just like, the ba- like, okay, I I go there purposely, and I want the bacon wrapped filet mignon. Oh yeah, for sure. Give me like, triple. Wait, where's that? Keep that coming. And then like, what's funny too is I remember the last time I went is right before COVID like happened. It was my girl, remember, you know, my me, you, uh, your lady, and my lady's birthdays like a day apart, right? So yeah. imagine that. That's so this is the last one of the last like things we did. You know what I mean before. They shut everything down. Um, so we're at we're at the fucking steakhouse. And I, I was like, man, everything's so fire. And I'm like, you know what would make this even more fire? I need some A1 sauce. And I kept asking the guy, he's like, oh yeah, I got you, bro. Then I'd see him again. You know they're hella busy. I'm like, hey, bro, did you get that A1? And like he was you at first, I'm like, oh, he's just so busy. Then I started realizing this I started realizing this motherfucker's just curving me. And then when I saw him, I go, hey bro, you think you can give me the A1 sauce real quick, bro? I've been asking you. He's like, you don't want to put A1 sauce on this shit, bro. He's like, you were serious like, oh, about that? Oh, this guy, that's why. I'm, yeah, I'm you were serious about that? <laughs> I'm offending him. He's like, how dare you fucking put that garbage on this wonderful Brazilian meat? Because <laughs> <laughs> then the next guy I asked, he went and got it to me right away. Like, yeah, he didn't he, care. He didn't give a fuck. He was just a worker. <laughs> he's, this he's, other guy had passion for his job. Huh? He was like, yeah, the other one. He's 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 one of those guys that sprinkles the salt like that, right? Yeah, <laughs> no, we're not doing that today. No. <laughs> if I need to put a one on my steak, that it, must be steak is not tasting good. <laughs> See, I, if a steak don't taste good, I'm not even gonna eat that. Like the a one's not gonna save it for me. I'll just, you know what? I'll just have the a one by itself. <laughs> <laughs> now you know what? Bring me I a want, okay. But this is when my dad super super baller days, you know, right before the market crash shit. When uh, he had just bought a CTSV, and he tells me and my boy, he just comes to the studio to get some weed. He's like, "Hey, let's go to Vegas. Let's break it in. Your mom's over there." I'm like, "Okay, let's go." And you know, I'm, I'm 19 at the time. My boy's 18, so we can't even do shit in Vegas. But we're about to go kick it with my older cousins out there. Just, we're just gonna party, right? So we're on. But when we get there. My dad, it's a long drive, and one of these like, man, we're gonna go get a good steak. I'm like, okay. And then so we go to the we go to I think it's called the range at the Harris. Okay. And it's um I, I don't know how many stars this one is, but it's 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 one of the better steakhouses in Vegas, like on the strip at least. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, and like and it's like you can see the strip from when you're sitting there. But it was like, you know, it's all two, three hundred dollar steaks, you know what I mean? So I got a bone in ribeye. Oh my god, like the best rabbi I ever had in my life, bro. Like I'm just and I'm a rabbi guy, you know what I mean? You know, like you know, I'm, I'm at the steakhouse, I'm like, oh, where's the flavor? Oh, yeah, what well, is ribeye your go-to or what would be your go-to? That's my go-to. That's my go-to. But see, that's the thing though, is I'm here in this fancy steakhouse. I want to try all this other shit. But then the guy goes, he goes, What kind of steak you like? 
and you know the, the waiter guy I was like mom red is my favorite he's like hands down he's like this is my favorite steak here and I'm like why would he undersell like you know if you were trying to upsell someone you would be like bro oh you like to play me I'm like see this right here this age whatever the fuck you know what I mean like well, and I think the ribeye, it's a little bit more fatty. That's why it's probably a little bit more tasty, and especially with the bone-in. The bone-in yeah. always brings more flavor. But yeah. a lot of times, people don't want to pay for the extra weight, you know, of the yeah. bone. A lot of things and, just go by the weight. And that's the thing, too. Is he did say, the bone-in, you want to get the 16-ounce. He's yeah, like, you got to get the big one. Yeah, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I remember looking at my dad, my dad's like, eh, whatever, order whatever. You know, that was because... That, that that baller era only lasted for a couple of years before the market crashed and they had to like file for bankruptcy and shit. Uh-huh. Not, you know what I mean? I never really got to experience like, you know what I mean? Like that, that was one of those times where he just, you know what I mean? Like I remember that bill was a few racks. It was just me, him, and my boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just like, you know what I mean? And I remember the my boy was like, that was the best. Because he was, my boy's like trying to be mine. He's like, I'll order whatever you get. You know what I mean? I'm like, all right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we were just, we were macking hard, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, some kids I never had. Like, oh, uh, what is this? A saltine cracker? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> that motherfucking rabbi goes crazy. Because there's a big difference of going to, like, an Outback Steakhouse and, you know, then going to, like, a legit fucking steakhouse. And I'm not mad at those places neither. No, those are cool. Like, yeah. those are good to go but, to. Yeah, it's way with totally a- different. Yeah. I mean, there you can get away with spending $100, $120 and a couple people going, you know. These other steakhouses, like how much was that bone in rib by sixteen ounce? Just your steak, three hundred, three hundred something. Yeah, see, and like you know, like, one side. <laughs> I came with one side. You're lucky you even got the one side. Usually, it's just that yeah. the steak and the sides are all separate. And it's funny because so well, it came with a baked potato, right? But then I wanted to load it, so I was like, okay, you know, what, what comes with base? Like, what is sour cream or or. or uh, Horseradish or whatever, whatever the fuck the list was. I was like, yeah. you got like a loaded, Matt, like a loaded baked potato. He's like, yeah, you load it whatever you want. <laughs> I'm like, okay, put everything on. And they catch it, came. My boy got the same thing. Like I said, he's just copying whatever I do. And we were smacking so hard. <laughs> Bruh, that motherfucker bone was clean. Pause. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was one of those, like, you, you, when you know it's expensive, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't waste nothing, man. <laughs> I said none of that was going to go. Like, you know, that shit, man. And that motherfucker. Uh, but yeah, I think it's either the range or the Grange. But, but, it's, but, but okay, here's the claim to fame. It's that it's the John Wayne's oh. steakhouse. Because he, like, okay, um, going back to when my parents were like balling for real, bro, that, for that, for that, for those couple years, they had properties everywhere. And then, one of one of the places they had is Maricopa, Arizona, and before that, before Maricopa had hella development, it was just farms and hella cattle everywhere, bro. Cause that's where it was the John Wayne ranches. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I remember my dad pointing that out because they had, you know, they have a Harris as well in Arizona, a Harris Hotel. So they, and I'm pretty sure they have that same steakhouse there. But it's like, you know, this is fucking John Wayne shit, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's kind of bossy. Right? Yeah, for sure. I only eat steaks from the John Wayne cattles. <laughs> and that's one thing that's cool about Vegas is there's so many different like steakhouses and shit. And it's like, yeah, we got I, to, uh, 
I mean, we gotta we 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 gotta step it up to be able to ball out at one of these. Uh, you know, there's a lot of different ones where it's like congestion. Like, yeah, just you got. I mean, you know, uh, the 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 next phase of uh of of, of taking it to your business there. You know, what I'm saying like, yeah. you know, what I'm saying where you well, okay, I'm gonna write all this shit off now. This is you, you, it's just figuring out what it's you what you can label it right. Like, uh, is this a uh, you know, it's, it's, if it's for a show, what, it, what, 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 you know, what show costs? Like, you got, you can, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, because I remember we used to write off gas and, and, and meetings and, you know what I mean? And, and, yeah, and lunches, sure. lunches and, you know what I mean? Like, it's business, business lunch or business meeting or, you yeah. know, I mean, traveling, like, oh, for business. You know what I mean? Like, my boy, uh, P, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, uh, H, uh, Head Not Music Group is a legit company. You know what I'm saying? So, like, this motherfucker, he goes to Hawaii and he'll, like, do content there. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, when I went right to Disney, when I went to, uh, so not the time when we went, I think it was the time before that. Yeah, um, when, you, when you had the laptop with you there. Yeah, like I made, <laughs> I made sure, went there and did a draft there just to make sure that I you could write it, it off. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you just got to figure out that's the next, I think that's the next step because then you can start eating everywhere, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, listen, I'm writing a portion of this shit off of Shirley, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And you're you're a receipt keeping fucking uh spreadsheet having motherfuckers, so you know what I mean. You're you're gonna be all right. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. You're gonna be able to track everything thoroughly and shit. All right, here we go. Gotta go pick up my car. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. Um, we're getting ready to start the Flintstones um slow draft. So I'll probably I mean maybe we'll come back and go live for that. Uh maybe we'll just do it and I'll share the the link in there so everyone can see what they got. But yeah, we're getting ready to sh- start over there, and <laughs> and uh, Crispy said, "Have you ever shoved your hand into a cow's ass?" I mean, you can get the good look at a T-bone steak by sticking your head up a cow's ass, but wouldn't you rather take the butcher's word for it? I'll just take Crispy's word for it. <laughs> and hold on, by cow, do we mean heifer, like big woman? Is this slang? Because <laughs> then it's a maybe. Yeah, and did we put it in your ass or did we put it in the bonus hole? I think I'm trying. I think I'm shooting for the bonus hole. You know, I'm still an advocate that that's an exit, <laughs> not an entrance. <laughs> All right, we're out. We'll see you later. Peace. Peace. Ethan, on me. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans.